Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise relive the magic of the iconic pop culture music and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars nightly theme parties celebrity interactions and all-out 90s activities there'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring blues traveler collective soul gin blossoms everclear lit and more the 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It's nine oh two one oh ng with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys! Welcome to another riveting episode of nine oh two one 
OMG. Hello. I'm Tori Spelling with the amazing Jenny Garth and Sissony. Hi, ladies. Hi. I thought we were only using first names. Oh, that's right. Mm. Rewind. Hi, I'm Tori. This is Jenny. And of course, (laughs) Sissony. Hi, everybody. Hi. How's y'all's week going? It's going. Don't sound so excited. Jeez. I know. Don't you guys agree, mamas? Like when you have kids, it's just there's no weekends. <laughs> it's just there's I don't know. It just happens. There's holidays. We mark things by holidays, birthdays, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of birthdays, Stella had a birthday. Oh, Your my goodness. daughter turned what? 13, 14. 13. 13. And this is, yeah, this is what you warned me about. You said, Uh-oh. just wait. Just wait till they become teenagers. And I think you meant girls because you got girls. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know anything about boys. It's so. happening. It's happening. Oh, send her to me. Send her to me. Oh, she wouldn't like that. <laughs> she, because from afar, she thinks you're just the best mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, Aunt Jenny's the best. But imagine a week in your house. <laughs> I remember when we were shooting our movie, our, our movie, our show in Canada. And one time you um, had me take Stella home early and like we had dinner together and hung out and watched yeah. a show together. She she was I she didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> she was like <laughs> kind of scared and kind of defiant at the same time kind of like I'll do whatever I want you're not the boss of me but she liked me too she loves you do you remember when <laughs> Liam and Stella were younger and you had them over for a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> no I don't remember that what happened when what house <laughs> okay uh what house you uh mm-hmm. I don't know what house you were in. How old? What house? Uh, it was when we were doing Mystery Girls. Okay, so it and had to have been, and Liam and yeah. Stella wanted a sleepover with Fiona. They were young. <laughs> it was like what six years ago, um, and you had them all over, and you gave them their first turkey dog because we're meat eaters. And you gave them, and, and they don't eat healthy, so they probably were like, "What do you got?" And you're like, uh, "Turkey dogs." They had their, and, and somehow Liam got his foot closed in the right. remember <laughs> in the trampoline in the pull out couch. Oh, 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 it was a trampoline. I don't know. We didn't I don't have same thing. Couch, so yeah, same spring. It, trampoline. Why did he stuck yeah. in the in the trampoline springs? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that was a. So I did a good job. I did a, I was great with them. <laughs> they had the best time. And then you were like, you had the worst sleep. You got to set really tired because you were like, I knew like all night. I was just like, I'm so, I feel responsible for her kids. And I just like all night, I kept like waking up like, are they okay? And you kept checking on them. <laughs> and that's why I love you. Yeah. Oh, we should have another sleepover. It'd be a little different now that they're teenagers though. Oh my goodness. They would just want to game and play on their phones and so was it a happy right next did you have a party what would you guys do nothing yet because i was working so i wasn't with her during the day we went for sushi at night but she wants she's obsessed okay you guys so she's obsessed with harry potter and um do you know who tom felton is Duh. oh really he's we've already had this conversation he's malfoy 
We didn't have this. Oh my God. We totally talked about Did this. Did you have it on the podcast? On the podcast. I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I remember not really knowing who it was I'm then so either. I'm so excited right now that I remember something and you don't. Yay. Oh my God. You guys, 30 years later, she wins. She wins the prize of finally <laughs> remembering wins. something she first before me. Harry Potter okay. character. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, wait, we had this conversation. What did I say? You that said she's that obsessed, she's with, obsessed him? with him and that you were going to get her a cameo. My life, sorry. <laughs> mm, my life, I can't believe. Yeah, but I can't because it's six hundred dollars. Tom Felton's what? charging for for a, a forty five second cameo, and I understand he's a big big star, but oh, that's a try lot. DMing him. I go on Instagram and try DMing him and see if you can work out a deal. You guys, I'm pathetic. I DM'd him. Oh, she's already I went on that. Okay. I contacted Cameo and they were like, we'll ping his, because he's the European team. We'll ping them, the international team. They, uh, no response to the ping. And then wait, wait, uh, I DM'd him. What's a ping? I don't know. It's, it's like, like the, the new version of slide into my DM. Like uh, now, now just it's like ping me. Instead of hit me, it's ping me now. Is it maybe text? just on the app cameo? Ping me, baby, one more time. So it's I can't keep up. From the cameo. You only ping someone on a cameo. Oh, no. I think it's other things, right, sis? Like I don't know. You, you don't ping on Instagram. I've no, not like on Instagram. A lady, a lady on the golf course say, I'll ping you. And I was like, oh, with the See? golf club? I don't know no, it's mean. it's different platforms. You ping. I, I can't keep up. But yeah, so I DM'd him. I pinged him. I've done everything except like flash my boobies and pray for that he'll like, whoops. That might that get was... his attention. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm very, I'm very sad about it. We'll just get her some, get her. A, oh, my daughter was into Harry Potter for a second, like a, a year ago and into him. Really? Yeah. And like, she has a, oh, we should do this. One of her friends had a blanket made for her with his face on it. Oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's a good oh, gift. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she sleeps oh, with it every night. And you know where the blankets are made with faces because you've done it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to ask you after. I love giving um, those as a gift. Yeah, but we're going to Universal Studios to Harry Potter World. Yeah. Next week. Anyway, Tom Felton just got way too much airtime. Let's move on. <laughs> She's <laughs> pissed at him. <laughs> so mad. $600. Well... That is a lot. Well, let's talk about the episode, shall we? Shall we just get right into it for a minute? Because we have do it. some exciting just... things in store a little bit later. But we are moving on to episode seven of season two, Camping Trip, air date August 29th, 1991. Synopsis, the gang decides to take an end of the summer trip to Yosemite, but an unexpected downpour of rain strands them next to a couple of newlyweds who seem to be going through a storm themselves. Directed by Jeffrey Melman, written by the lovely Karen Rosen and Darren Starr. Starring us. (laughs) (laughs) Go through the whole cast. (laughs) Could you imagine if we read all the names? Of all the <laughs> actors in the show, we would that would be over. Our Jason Priestley as Brandon Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read the list of all of our fellow castmates who have not come on our podcast. Okay, starting with <laughs> Jason Priestley, followed by Shannon Doherty, Ian Ziering, Luke Perry, obviously Brian Austin Green, Carol Potter. Oh no, she was 
James Eckhouse. Right. We haven't had James Eckhouse either. Oh, we have to have your crush, your man crush. I can't wait to see him. Oh, my gosh. We got to do that sooner than later. Just as a gift to you. (laughs) So this episode. And and Gab. Obviously, we skipped Gab. Gab's been on. Because she's been on and I remembered. Gab, who said last week, the slap was real. Hello. That's right. We buried that headline from episode six. Pass. So wait, yes. you, how did this come about? You texted her. She confirmed. What happened? Uh, she confirmed. She said it was real, and she learned a lot on that show uh, because what she thought she said she went into it thinking like you know it's not real or you discuss it, but there was no discussion, <laughs> and then it happened, and it was very real and very hard. What? And she learned a lot on that show. And then I said, "Ooh, can you tell more?" And she said, Mm-mm, "Not on the podcast, but I'll tell you and Jen in real life." <laughs> I cannot believe it wasn't discussed, and it was that's real. shocking. Yeah, that's- yeah. Oh, and a fan reminded us that you had a slap on the show. Vanessa Marcel slapped you. Oh, mm. good to know. In a later episode. Do you remember? No, we haven't gotten to that episode. I haven't watched it. I have no idea. I know. It's just, it, we're talking about slaps. Yeah, you'd think I remember something like that. Maybe but, when you see it, it'll jog your memory. I and so. I wonder if you guys discussed it. I hope so. I hope it comes back to me. (laughs) (laughs) The slap. This episode starts out with, I love the whole casual friendship vibe that is like brewing at the Walsh, at Casa Walsh, before we all depart on our Yosemite adventure. Everybody seems so happy and excited and, and it's so cute how you're overpacked and Steve's busting you. He's like, is He's like a travel Nazi with a poofy hairdo. Like he's really, (laughs) his hair was higher than I've ever seen it in this episode. And shocking that I was overpacked because I don't do that in real life. No, no, right, Right, BFF? Do I? That's funny. Not at all. I don't know how you actually get your suitcases zipped, closed. I don't know how that ever happens. It takes more work to... To zip my suitcases than it does for me to get into my three pairs of Spanx daily. Like literally, I it's so much I'm sweating afterwards. I'm <laughs> sitting on it. I have my kids sit on it. It's hard. And he, he yanks out the the shoulder pads of all things. Those he's like, <laughs> You don't need shoulder pads at Yosemite. And I was and like, I'm like right. do you those a- aren't shoulder pads? <laughs> That's B before BBJ. Yes. BBJ. Oh, it was. Oh, instead of PBJ, BBJ. <laughs> yeah. Not a sandwich, people. Nope. Yeah, so they so they uh, they hit the road and they sing their songs and it's so cute. And I'm really glad that Dylan goes along with them on their trip. Yeah, me too. Then they get to the cabin. The cabin. So you know they were like, mm, we don't have it in the budget to film it. Yosemite. So we're going to stick them in a cabin and we're going to make it work. There's a reason. There's a rainstorm. And then we're going to film it on a set. Okay. So they built, do you remember, did they build those cabin sets on our stages? They did. They did. They did. And for some reason, I just remember, I can picture right now, it was really hot in that cabin. And we were supposed to be really cold. 
<laughs> it was so hot. And we were all in there for, we filmed those scenes like an entire day. I, that was maybe the least fun ever was that. Really? It looked fun. We, I, I, I know. I wanted to be, well, they were all kind of turning on each other at one point. It was like, what are the flies for a minute? Like, hmm. it but, happens after a long drive. Yeah. yeah. They were a little cranky. They were a little soggy. They didn't have any good snacks, no alcohol, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which doesn't sound fun. Um, Andre <laughs> was super afraid of the spider, and she was really cute about that. Yeah, it was interesting that Brenda just went into action. None of the boys offered to help. It was Brenda who went to kill the spider. You know, she uh, she was giving off some some mom vibes, like Carol Potter vibes, taking care mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. This episode, right. she was momming it yeah. up. You're right. But you know what? What? I saw the boom three times. Oh I my saw god, it once, you. And you I did? felt like I was I was catching a prize. You saw it. You yes, saw it. I thought Good of job. you instantly. Woo, woo. Yes. I want to know the when vending you guys machine. See the boom. Everybody always write in and tell me because it's my obsession now. Three times. Obsession. I never okay, even so looked. Okay, so I only counted the vending machine. Yes, the vin- it was in the vending machine and then it was in one of the cabin scenes with the couple. Just dipping right in there. They were standing in front of the fireplace, Brenda and Dylan, I think, and the and the couple was they were talking to the couple. Okay. So, okay. so if you guys see this, you, you can't tell me in editing when they watch this so many times that they don't see it. Is it like, oh, we can't go back and reshoot, that would cost too much, or or what? What do you think it is? You must see I, I it. I mean, I don't I you know, because when you're moving so fast on a show, you're you're only <clears throat> printing Sometimes one take, sometimes two takes, right? And this is, maybe they don't have another shot that it's not in or that's Well, that's good. now you can, now you have like programs on your computers that you could zoom the image in and essentially crop it out of the scene if you needed to. But did you have that type of stuff back in the 90s? Oh, that's I expensive mean, no. though, right? Shot by shot to do that. And, and yeah. for the record, if you're listening... If if you're listening, if you happen to be listening to this, <laughs> print. Tell them print means that you got the take. You're happy with the take. You're moving on. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Can you stop waving your long? I knew you're about to say that. Why you know you what? Po- you're pointing your nails at us. Ooh, Ooh they're, they're vicious. Pretty. They're good, right? They're very they're pretty. fancy, but not too fancy. But super long they're and really pointy. Long and point. They look dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. Anywho, sorry. Yeah, I try distracted. to get contacts on with these. Just try. <laughs> I was I, thinking no. other things. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the husband and wife duo were super cute, the newlyweds. But they was, were. I thought it was a little creepy when when um <laughs> Brandon and Andrea were sitting in there talking to them and all of a sudden he like gets on top of her on the couch and like starts basically very awkward. Yeah, yeah was, why? Why was that in there? Just to like throw some, some stuff. Andrea Brandon, like, oh, could have been us. <laughs> I didn't get that vibe at all. I, I thought Andrea was cute, though. She looked like she needed like some popcorn. She wanted to watch the show. Well, they came in to look for extra firewood and they, they're on their honeymoon. They go, we're about to make a toast. Why don't you join us? <laughs> Just, yeah, because that so would happen. Awkward. Because they're nice. That's that's what nice people do. They're all inclusive. Would you but, do that? 
Yeah, because I would feel the pressure to, but oh, I no, wouldn't I'm want so to. Anti. I'd be like, here's your wood. Bye. Yeah. Our honeymoon, we didn't talk to another person for one week. Like, we literally just people at the restaurant. Yeah, but if we, I mean, they're all kind of there. On my first yeah. honeymoon, I just remember. Yes. On my first honeymoon, I did make a friend in the pool. And, and, and? and they're still, they're still a friend. Oh, really? really? I'm not still married to that man, but I'm still with a friend. <laughs> what? Wait, where did you go for your first honeymoon? I don't remember. Hawaii. Maui? Somewhere. I don't remember which island, but I remember <gasps> meeting a guy in the pool. Wait, you met a guy in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do I know this friend? I don't know. He lives in, in Slow, in San Luis Obispo. His name's Chris <laughs> uh, of McKiernan Law. Maybe uh, anybody needs a lawyer. Wait, was was Dan pissed yeah. that you were talking to a guy? What? No, he was like, hey, let's have a beer. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Okay, oh so gosh. this is, yeah, right up your yeah. alley then. At first I thought he was hitting on me, but then it was like, he just wanted to be friends with oh. all of us. Like, we just, we just oh became my friends. God. It, and it, it the- actually improved our honeymoon. We had a better time because we made friends. <laughs> <laughs> You saying. should have known that was the problem. Yeah, red flag, but, red flag. But you knew that before you married him. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we have a special guest coming oh, on wait, pretty soon. Can, can I just tell you what one more part of the episode that I'm dying to yes. talk about? Okay, so we're, I'm watching it, and my husband comes home from work last night at like 11, and it's the scene with um, when Brandon and Dylan decide to go on a hike. Oh yeah. And he was like, wait, what's going on? Is this the prequel to Brokeback Mountain? I'm, I don't understand what's happening. Like he was so, he was like, what is about to happen? He didn't understand at all. And I said, no, they're just, they're going on a friend hike up to the top of the mountain. But anyway, I, I just needed to talk a little bit about the stunt doubles and the, and the hanging off the cliff part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was hanging for a long time. And what? Like he was really strong. Like with that one hand, he yeah. pulled himself right up. It was still suspenseful for me as a fan, though. <laughs> like just watching it again, I'm just like. <gasps> I remember as a teen watching. I I watch this episode and watching it. I was just like, <gasps> I was so excited. Like the, that friendship. I was just like, yes, really, yeah, yeah. Well, they were so. It cute was like together, a big but- deal. It, they, they're just so handsome and they look so perfect in every shot that I think he got yeah. a little weirded out that he thought, oh, this, this is getting weird. But I, this, the stunt doubles made me laugh so hard that they're, they're little wigs and. Wait, I did not notice the stunt double. Really? You, no. you didn't notice this. So I was wondering, like, if you don't know that there's a stunt double, then you just don't notice. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't know. And I didn't notice. It didn't even cross my mind. Why would they need a stunt devil? It was just—I imagine it wasn't real, like real, a real cliff. There was uh, a couple of shots where they definitely used stunt doubles, like looking <laughs> down, looking up at the mountain and seeing him hanging there. That was stunt double. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really thought it was crazy when, when <laughs> Dylan was trying to help him, but he kept knocking off those big rocks right onto his head. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not helpful. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, this no. was the first time uh, we ever did, and I'm not sure how we did it, because we didn't really have cell phones back then with cameras. This is the first time Oh, that uh, it was always Ian that organized it, showed us how to do this shot where we put a camera on the bottom and we all stand and look down at it in a group. Do you remember those shots we used to do, pictures? Uh-uh. I, I just I know that we would never do that now with that angle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Maybe overhead we could all look up at it. That would be better now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ian used to be like, guys, guys, watch this and put it on self. It was like a camera on self-timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, we would all like link arms in a circle and all look down and have a shot. And this is the first time on the camping trip that we actually did. Oh, it. does it remind you of that when we're in the, in the huddle at the end? It did. Oh, that was good. Mm. It was good Memories. Time. Yeah. 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 Speaking of good times. <gasps> let's let's let the good times roll, sis. Tell uh, us what's up. Yeah. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we have Mel Silver. Matthew Lawrence, who plays Mel, David's father. So we actually reached out to him and we emailed him to come on. Actually, we'll read you the email when we come back because it's pretty like pretty direct. Um, and we'll come back with Matthew Lawrence. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. 
Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Okay, Sisney, tell us about the email that you got from Matthew. So we emailed uh, Matthew Lawrence to come onto the podcast, and this was his response. Hi, dot, dot, dot. I would love to, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I'll change a couple things, dot, dot, dot. Anything to see those two, dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. <laughs> Thanks. And then all Aww. new lines, by the way. You know what? Like, dot, I dot, love dot, a guy enter. that loves the dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm already, that he just made We point. love this man so much. You have no idea. All 10 years, he was the highlight. Like when he would be on set, we would be so happy. Oh, well, let's bring him in. He's in the radio. Yeah. Let's not keep him waiting. <gasps> Matthew, look at you. Look at me. Don't look at me. Look at you too. <laughs> We want to look at you. No, 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 no. Where are you, Matthew? What are you doing? I am in Lexington, Kentucky. <gasps> um, and I am 
for 12 years now. I am on ESPN radio here in Lexington. Wow. I'm a big radio guy now because I, I have a that. I have a face for radio. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Great yeah. voice. <laughs> oh, my husband's going to be so excited then. I'm sure he listens to ESPN radio constantly. Yeah, he does, but not mine. Are you a big sport? You know, you're a big sports guy. I my entire life. I, I didn't played, know that. Oh yeah, I played uh, four sports, had basketball scholarship offers, all that stuff, and I've been very involved in sports my whole life. Wow, we probably never talked about that. Probably that wasn't not. that wasn't our common <laughs> like thread. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody ever asked me the entire time I was on the show about me all you guys cared about was you that's all you cared about nobody uh, ever said to me well, what do you what do you like what, you? Now, what you? <laughs> we <laughs> thought you liked what we liked what do you yeah. mean we, you were uh, one of yeah. us in our minds it's so true I, though i did well, oh man! Before we you were young. before you were Mel Silver, you were on. You've done a lot, on a lot of other shows, SNL, duet, lots of things over the course of your career. And we were yeah. just talking off air about that you have a twin brother. Yes, who is Older also an actor. Yeah, he. Uh, it made for a really interesting part of our lives. Um, not only a twin, but identical twin. So. Uh, the first few years when we got out of college, I immediately went to acting school and he didn't. He, there was nothing about him being an actor. And for five years or so, he was the associate producer on Saturday Night Live, the original Saturday Night Live. He did all kinds of stuff. And then when their cast left, they all left, he went to L.A. And out of nowhere, I got a phone call one day and said, I'm coming to New York. I need to talk to you. And I said, OK. And he came and sat down with me and said, I'm going to be an actor. And I went, excuse me, what? <laughs> uh -oh. And he um, he said it is something he'd always wanted to do. But because I was doing it. He didn't. And it was time to live his own life and all that crap that brothers say to you. You know, I didn't I didn't pay attention anyway. Um, but we went through a period uh, of almost five years where we didn't talk to each other. Because uh, he became an actor? Pretty much. Well, I think it brought up a lot of things about while we were growing up. Also, jealousies and all kinds. Yeah. But I mean, think about it when you're in a business based on how you look. <laughs> And you have somebody that looks exactly like you competing for jobs. It doesn't make for a really happy time, you know. Like you would be up for the same parts. Like, would you bump into him at an audition? It only happened. It only happened a few times, and I think it, it's because our agents tried to keep away. We were up for the same parts. We didn't. They often scheduled us at different times, um, but. He oh was God. on a very successful show called Not Necessarily the News on HBO for, I think, six years. And we both auditioned the same day, the same time wow. for that. Wait, so and did I, he audition for, for Mel, the part of Mel on 902? No, 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 
no. no. Okay, By good. that time, I was a much bigger star than he was. And, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that, that never, wait, is he going to see this? Um, uh, no, he didn't. And I'll, do you want me to tell you about Mel now? Yeah, tell us about Mel. Well, wait, wait, I, I have one question. Did he okay. get stopped? He must have. Once you became famous as Mel, Mel Silver, I know you already were, but as Mel, like, did he get stopped? And people were like, oh, my God, is David Silver's dad? Well, you know what? It's it's really interesting. It's a, it's great that you asked that, Tori, because the worst part of it all was when he was on not necessarily the news, I still was I wasn't working. I didn't have a regular job like he did. And people knew him and people would come up to me all the time mm. and say, I love not necessarily the news. Mm -hmm. And I would go, that's not me. It's my brother. And when I was on, say, duet for three mm -hmm. years on Fox, people would come up to him and go, duet's my favorite show. And the first time, it would happen 10 times in a night if you were out. And the first time you just say, that's not me, it's my brother. And by the 10th time, you're yelling at the person. I mean, you're, it, you get it, you're angry. But, and that happened a lot for a long time. And it was, it was really hard. It was really hard for both of us. And just to wrap this us up, you'll love this. At the time he was living, there was a very famous director named Brian Gibson, who directed Poltergeist and a whole bunch of things. And Brian lived in a mansion up in the hills. And Mitchell lived in Brian's house. He had his own wing of this castle he lived in. And, um, Mitchell called me one day and he said we were at that point, we were kind of cordial to each other, but still not friendly. And, and he called me and said, I have to come over. I need to talk to you. And he came over to my house and it turns out that Brian was a very spiritual guy. He was into, he was a Buddhist. He was into chanting and psychics and all kinds of stuff. He had a best friend in Florida that was a psychic, this woman. And he, Mitchell, my brother, went out to dinner with Brian and this woman, and she didn't know anything about Mitchell. Brian hadn't told her anything. She said to Mitchell, after about two minutes, you're a twin, aren't you? And Mitchell said, yeah, I am. And she said to him, don't you know you will never get anywhere in life by wishing bad things on your brother? And he said that to me and we stood for hours in my kitchen crying and laughing and talking. And from that day on, we decided we were going to work together. We were going to be and he's been my absolute best friend in the world. This is a long time ago. Oh, um, so good, and it's been though. great up doing all kinds of things together. And it's been amazing. Oh, that's beautiful. But you still didn't yeah. answer. Did he get recognized as Mel Silver? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, he did. And he still does, actually. <sighs> it's funny. And he lives in uh, Conway, South Carolina, near Myrtle Beach. And it still happens to him. And I still every once in a while get somebody that comes up to me in the grocery store and go, are you the guy that was on Not Necessarily the News? <laughs> I would just say, oh, thank you. Yeah. And just call it a day. 
you know, that's, I never thought of that tour. That's, that's what I should have done. <laughs> yes, aren't I great? Yes, that's what I should have done. <laughs> so I was telling them before the show, when we were super excited that you were coming on, I was like, oh. you know what, you guys, he was on, a, he was in a movie that is so iconic and I couldn't remember what it was. And Jen was like with Michael Paré, Paré, I always say his name wrong, Michael yes, Paré. Uh, Streets of Fire. And I was like, no, 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 it's something else. It was St. Elmo's Fire. Yes. And I never got the chance to talk to you about it because it wasn't until later when I watched it again with my kids. I was like, this is a movie from my generation. And I was like, oh, my God, Matthew. That's it. And I couldn't remember at the time. Yeah. Well, Michael Parade, the movie I was in with Michael was Eddie and the Cruisers, which is also it's like the biggest cult movie ever. But St. Elmo's Fire was a really amazing experience because now, again, it's the same thing with me. And it, this just hit me, you guys. To the success of 90210 and all of you, and the success of the Brat Pack, with all of them from St. Elmo's Fire, has to be because of me. <laughs> yeah. You did. Just, I mean, you just you realized. I'm He's like, the link. Have, it just hit me. Mm -hmm. I'm like the older actor guy who. I don't know, maybe mentored all of you. I don't know. But We're all just six degrees me. from Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> <We're all. laughs> um, yeah. But working on that film was incredible. And um, I played Demi Moore's gay next door neighbor and uh, worked with Joel Schumacher, who was one of the iconic directors of all time. Um, just an incredible person. And to this day, uh, Andrew McCarthy is one of my best friends. I just did a big, a huge, he came out with a book that he wrote called Brat. That is a huge hmm. deal right now. I have and to read that. Amazing, okay. incredible book about his life. And he's a great writer. And I just did a uh, virtual book sale thing with him uh we met on saint elmo's fire and to this day we're still you know he's one of my absolute best friends and i have you know just talking about this stuff i have been so blessed in my life with the people that i have met like i actually i can't believe i'm sitting talking to the two of you because you two are two of my have always been two of my favorite people in the world and um I'm a sap. I'm, I'll tear up. At, <laughs> I watch dog food commercials and I tear up. Um, but like mm. looking at your face, Jen, and your face, Tori, I it does something to me that I'm just incredibly grateful. Incredibly grateful. Well, we feel the same way about you. That yeah. always no, have. Uh, Tori, I don't know if you remember this, but this is an example of if I can tell this short story real quickly. When I was doing the show, probably the third or fourth year, I was sharing a house with uh, some friends of mine on Mulholland Drive up on, in the hills. And for the summer, they sw swapped houses with a family from Edinburgh, Scotland. And this family came over and they had a 16-year-old daughter. And I went out in the driveway when they pulled up to meet them. And this 16 year old girl couldn't breathe when she saw that I was living at this house 
because <laughs> 90210 was, you know what it was, all over the world. And about a week later, I said to her, tomorrow morning, meet me at my car, eight o'clock, you're coming to the set with me. I'm going to take you to work. Mm-hmm. And I brought her in and we went into the makeup trailer. She couldn't, she was having panic attacks. She was so, <laughs> she couldn't believe she was there. I mean, think about it, a 16 year old from Edinburgh. And we went into the makeup trailer and you were in there. And I introduced her and I, I told you, and I think Brian might've been in there that she was from Edinburgh, Scotland, and she was visiting the house. And you said, you were finished with makeup. You said, okay, we'll see you later. And you took her by the hand and disappeared with her and took her to all the sets and took had people take pictures with her in the peach pit and in different places. It was one of the most amazing days of her life. I mean, I haven't seen her since that summer, but I know she will never forget that. And I never forgot that about you. Um, Anyway, all right. Mm -hmm. I won't cry. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She's a good egg, that Tori. Yes, she is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we wanted to just ask you, you know, like questions about Mel and your time on the show. And yeah, obviously we uh, all formed really strong bonds with you. I think Tori, myself, Brian, and of course, Anne, who played Jackie, worked with you the most. Mm -hmm. Um, But we just wanted to ask you, like, what did you, did you, how did you come about getting the role of Mel? And and how did you like the character? You know, the, the funny part is at that time, this is how the actual call went. And I just, as I just saw both of you, with Larry and Chuck and Peter on their wonderful thing that they're doing. Um, I think Chuck corrected me. I got a call from my agent and he said, they want to talk to you about uh, playing a, a father on 90210. And at that time, this was during the first, I think at the beginning of the second year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the show was not very popular as you remember there were a lot of people didn't have Fox in their houses and I had never really seen the show. And I said to my agent, I don't think I want to do that. It's a show about some high school kids or something. (laughs) I don't, I don't think I want. And he said, you've never played a father before. It'd be really good for you. Just go talk to them. And I went in, and I sat down and I met with them and I didn't even know whose father I was going to play. And when they, mm-hmm. I asked, they said, Brian Austin Green. I think Brian was maybe 18 at the time or nine, maybe 18. Maybe, yeah. Four, four years or five years before that, I had done, do you remember a show called Circus of the Stars? <laughs> yeah. I had done. She was on it. I had done that show. The, the year that Brian was on. What was your act? I walked the high wire. <laughs> Did you wear tights? Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and can we see a picture? Not all, I'll send you pictures. Not only tights, but a big frilly shirt that was open down to here. And 
I was I was very funny actually. I, I think I might remember this. Routine. Okay. Anyway, I got very friendly with Brian. He was a little kid. He was like 13 or something. He was on Knott's Landing, I believe, mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And with his mom. And we rehearsed for weeks for that thing. Anyway, when they told me it was to play Brian's father, I said, absolutely. Okay. I thought it would be one, a couple of episodes or one episode. Or What I found out <laughs> from Chuck or Larry was it was kind of an audition that first episode to see how Anne and I got along. I mean, the way your character was introduced was so great. We just watched that episode recently. And it was you're so cheesy. Sitting behind it was her. So cheesy. And she breaks she loves her tooth. This. I love this so much. And you're like, sounds like you need a doc a dentist or something. <laughs> and there you are. Oh my Lord. Mr. Cheeseball. There oh, I was. So good. Um, but it, that started you know, that, that one or two shows turned into nine years. Nine years. um, I I, I still can't believe it. And like I say, all the, it's part of the, of some of the greatest memories I have of my life. And I got a lot of great ones. I've done a lot of really amazing things, but as I said, that I'm sitting here talking to you too is just amazing to me. Amazing. And that show I mean, as you know, I, maybe four years in, I'm a big history buff. I got a chance to work in Germany. And I went over to, to what was used to be East Berlin. And there was, uh, it's called the Brandenburg Gate. Napoleon's armies marched underneath this thing. I couldn't wait to see it. And I went, took a cab, went by myself. And I'm standing there looking at this massive thing. And a bus of tourists pulls up, Swedish tourists in Berlin, Germany, about 30 of them. And they get off this bus and they start walking towards this thing. And one of them turns and sees me and goes, Beverly Hills. (laughs) And the whole bus comes running over. They could have cared less where they were. (laughs) Swedish tourists in Berlin. That's, you know, you stand there and you guys know this better than anybody, but you stand there and you just go, the the power of TV and the reach of all yeah. this stuff is, and you know, from how people talk about the influence you guys had on their lives growing up um, is pretty amazing. It's, it's really, really amazing. It is. It's something, isn't it? Yep something to be proud of you should you should be so proud because your character was so memorable and we you made such a lasting impression on each of us as just people not just on the show we all everyone loves you yeah well do you know i get i still get how could you do that what'd you do oh i got all you drunk don't you i mean (laughs) wait in real life no (laughs) on the show (laughs) It wasn't your fault. It was like half a glass. Like it was a toast. What, Donna Martin? Thank you. And what I say to these idiots that say that to me is, first of all, I'm an actor. They give you a (laughs) script and you do what they tell you. That's first. Number two, I didn't get them drunk. We made a toast. I left. 
Steve came running back in and grabbed the champagne <laughs> and disappeared. It wasn't even real champagne. It's a, 30 years later or however long it is, I still have to explain to people oh, like it wasn't, wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, you you could flip it. You could say if it wasn't for me, there'd be no Donna Martin graduates. Like, hello. That's, yeah. That, there I you go. I still get I still get yelled at, too, because. You know, I had an affair with somebody when I had a three month old daughter or whatever that, you know, I'm like, yeah. excuse me. Hello. Not real. I'm an actor. Wasn't me. OK. <laughs> if you weren't an actor, what what would you do? What what you what would you have been if you weren't an actor? Would you have been in sports? What a good question. It probably would have been something to do with sports. Absolutely. I mean, sports has been the biggest the, the way I got here. And I don't know if you know who this is, but. In 1999, when I left L.A., um, I just couldn't take living in L.A. anymore. And uh, I played in all these celebrity golf tournaments over the years. And in the early 90s, I met Coach K, who was the basketball coach at Duke. And he's a very big deal. And he was then, too. And I was having dinner with he and his wife in 99 at a golf tournament. And I told him I wanted to leave L.A. I was done. And he said, well, why don't you come work with me? And I said, what? He said, just come to Durham, North Carolina. I have an idea. So I sold all my stuff, drove to Durham with my mom. She flew out to L.A. And he told me he wanted me to do radio for the Duke basketball team. So for 10 years, that's what I did. I sat right behind Coach K and for 10 years did radio for the Duke basketball team. That sounds like so much fun. It was incredible, uh, incredible. And then I got married. Uh, we had a young, two young sons. And my wife was from here, from Kentucky, from Lexington, and I was playing in the golf tournament here and the guy that owns all these radio stations here offered me a job with the SPN radio. So we moved here mostly because of my wife and my boys. Right. And that's how I got here. So sports is the answer to that question. How old are your kids now? Oh, my Lord. Uh, I'm really old. Tor. <laughs> you are not. Excuse me. I am really old. He is. He's really old. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> See, Jenny always told me the truth. <laughs> uh, I have a 17 and a 14-year-old. That's nothing. I got a 23-year-old, Matthew. Excuse me. I'm 71, Jen. <laughs> no, you're not. What? Yeah, Stop it. Yeah, I am. What? So you just blew don't, my don't mind. Me, don't compare me with you, Jen, with your <laughs> children, Okay. Wow, you you are you are old. What the hell? <laughs> you look great. Oh, thanks. You yeah. look great Wait. for seventy-one. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I gotta go backwards. I forgot to. I gotta ask just one question about Saturday Night Live. Okay. I I just want to know what that experience was like. Like that's like one of my dreams. Like, can you just tell me what it was like to be on SNL? Well. It was it was different than almost anybody else that has done it because our year, which was 1980-81, was the first year of the new cast. It was when everybody left and we were the next 
people hated us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so the whole experience was very different culturally mm-hmm. uh, from the way the show was run to everything about it. But for me personally, where do you get the experience of, even though not as many people watch, millions of people, and you're doing live TV every week, um, the three or four of the people on the show at the time, I absolutely loved. We were very close. Um, and the musical guests that we had, that was the best part of the show to me. Every Friday when they would do, uh, they would come out and do voice checks. Aretha Franklin, mm. James Brown, Prince, wow. uh, Debbie Harry. You had like a front row ticket. Wow. We would stand there, nobody in the studio. And and then when, of course, when they were, you know, doing their thing, Prince came out, nobody knew who he was. And he came out and did the weirdest song. <laughs> he was on humping the stage. He was at, I mean... And nobody knew who he was. And we were all I can. Eddie Murphy was on with with me that year. All I can remember is Eddie's that laugh that Eddie has just hysterical. And then, you know, when all of a sudden Prince hit, we went, wait, that's that guy that was on the show here. Um, Classic. And I have I have wonderful memories, like I said, of the people just like you guys. It's, It's so much about the people that you work with, as you know, I mean, um, it was an amazing experience, but it was weird. That year was definitely weird. You have the greatest stories, first of all. No, you have no idea. You have no idea, Tor. <laughs> I could spend hours just listening to your stories. And you know what? Jen and I have talked about this so many times, but it, it is one thing that we we regret. But when you're young, it is. You're self-involved. You're, it's about you and what's of going course. on. But if we, we've, this is numerous times this has happened. We wish we could go back and, and do a do-over and have gotten to know people on a different level. We've talked about that with Carol Potter. And yeah. because it's like we didn't know. And I'm sorry that we didn't ask you about you because listen to the stories you have. We would have been so blessed to hear these stories then. Yes, but oh. then I didn't have nearly as many stories as I do now, first. That's Second, true. I always say this about, your, you said that, so I'll say this about you. <laughs> I always talk about this because people ask me about you guys a lot. They always have and they always will. You grew up in a situation that nobody in the world grows up in. And for you back then, it's why I love the story about what you did with that little girl when she came. For you to be the person that you are is the most incredible thing in the world. It's not easy what what all of you went through. I mean, nobody realizes to what it's like to be the most famous people when you're that young. You don't even know who you are yet. And everybody has these feelings about you and thoughts about you and criticisms about you. It's an almost impossible situation. And for, this is what I mean. For me to look at the two of you, I just spoke to Brian for the first time in 25 years. We talked for, sorry, a half hour. 
it was in what he's turned out to be after everything he's been through. And you guys, people have no idea how amazing that is. They have no idea. Um, you're such a blessing, both of you, to so many people. So many. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wish we could hug you right now. <laughs> oh, boy, do I wish that. I'm going to come out to L.A. this summer. Can we see you? I, I, I promise. We will get together and we'll have dinner. I'll tell you a bunch more stories that I can't talk about. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Look at that face on Jen. <laughs> we have we we before we end with you, we want to play. We do these rapid fire questions with people. <laughs> will, will you do it oh, with boy. us? Because I know you'll be a hoot. Okay. Hoot nanny. Go, Sisney. Sisney's going to give it to you. Sure, I've got them here. Okay, so favorite character on Nano 2 and 0? Go. Uh, besides Mel Silver? <laughs> you can say uh, Mel Silver. <laughs> you know what? No one's ever said themselves. <laughs> yeah, do it. Mel Silver. Yeah. No. Hell yeah. All right, favorite cast member? Oh, I can't answer that. You no, can't, can't do that. I can't answer that. I'm sorry. All right, if you take the girls out. No. Then could you least favorite cast member? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with oh, you. I almost that almost jumped out. That's for when we get together and know. <laughs> okay, um, uh, I would say Brian. If I take the two of them out, I would say Brian. Okay. Now, if you had a favorite Nano Two and O couple out of all the couples that were morphed throughout the whole seasons, which one would be your favorite? Me and Jackie. Yes. There you go. Nice. Before I had the affair with the dental hygienist. <laughs> Got it. It happens. Yeah. Now, this is going to be tough for you, but if you had to kiss, marry, or kick to the curb one of the characters, who would it be? So you kiss a character, you marry a character, and then one of them you have to just throw away, basically. Okay. Th I'm going to be real honest here. I would kiss Tiffany. Nice. Okay. okay. We didn't ever know this saying. about you. <laughs> no. I like it. She's very kissable. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I've done it. I love okay. her. Yeah. Okay. All right. And who would you marry? Oh, God. I uh, See, I can't say this. If we lived in Utah, I would marry those two. <laughs> perfect. That could be your answer. Sister okay. wives of Mel okay. Silver. <laughs> wait, to be sister wait, wives. You, you just created a, a, a new, new show. Okay, we got a show here. This is good. I like and it. I imagine you probably don't want to kick anybody to the curb, but no. if you had to, no, right. We won't make uh, you, we won't torture you. Okay, thank you. Interesting. He went with the real life actors, not the, not the characters. <laughs> oh, I did that never That's even fine. crossed my mind. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, the characters? Easy. The, the, no, they're not easy. I still want to go with the real people. Oh. Well, you're <laughs> you're the real deal, that's for sure. No. I Did tried. you ever get to keep anything from the show? Wardrobe or prop, anything? I didn't I didn't keep any props. I don't know what what kind of props my dental drill <laughs> yeah oh, right yeah, not, no fun no fun no. Uh -uh. this is a funny story that i told larry and chuck too real quick we got a script one time and it said mel is doing root canal on a patient in his office 
<laughs> and I said, I can't remember who wrote it. I said, have you ever had root canal? Do you know what's involved in a root canal? I can't fake that. And they said, okay, well, what should you do? I said, give me one of those little mirror things, you know, that you look in somebody's mouth. How about I'm doing that? in this this scene (laughs) you don't don't know how to give a root canal what's wrong with you no i know i should i had plenty of them i should know how to do it Um, i didn't get to keep any props i i think i kept some of the wardrobe because my wardrobe was pretty nice snazzy yeah except for the wedding pictures that i keep seeing people keep watching the show and they text me with a picture of what Mm. they just saw of our marriage Mm. that tuxedo thing that i was wearing for the wedding of course it was a long time ago but I don't remember my that the, my clothes for the most part were pretty cool i'm sure i stole i mean i'm sure they gave me some of <laughs> some of them <laughs> you taught us all the tricks <laughs> wait were you on the new 90210 no on cw okay no which I always thought was kind of weird because you and Jackie created one of the main characters, Silver. I was just going to say, based on, it was Aaron was Silver. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And you know what? I'm glad. I really am. I really, I, I want to be associated with our show. Hmm. That's all. The OG. Yeah. yeah that's the loyalty right. Loyalty is there. Yep. Aww. So, oh, Matthew, so we love nice you. talking to you. Yeah, we love I you. love you guys more. Um, I really mean it. This has been a really tough year, obviously, for everybody. Yeah. And it's things like this that I can't tell you how this makes me feel inside. Just to not only talk to you, but to look at your two faces. Oh, so okay. thank you for thinking of me. Thank Big you. hugs. Big we always hugs think back. about you. and We love you. Love you. And I'll see you we'll this see summer. We'll see you this summer. Okay. okay. Mwah. Love Bye. you. Love you too. Peace. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. That just made me so emotional. I love that man he so much. So he was so awesome. good to me on that show. God. Yeah. There were days, because you know, we went through stuff off camera that was hard. And there were days that he was just so kind and made me laugh and hugged me and just... Mm-hmm. He's always so warm and yeah, he's a good person. Could just t- take a bad mood and make it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one oh. of the good ones. Can't wait to get drunk with him this summer and hear some juicy <laughs> stories. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe goodness. we'll let you guys know what happens. Well, we'll let you get a tissue, Tori, and <laughs> we'll take a break, and we will come right back. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. 
Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash CircleCard. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com okay so let's get into fashion do's and don'ts who liked what who hated what tell me tell me this is a little bit of a fashion less episode right like well it's it's just a theme everybody's kind of got that campy theme Mm-hmm. So there was no, there were no like fashion standout moments. I just no. appreciated all of the camping. You wear. know, D- Dylan in a jean jacket with a white t-shirt is just so classic. Perfect. That that's that look, Dylan. That's it. Yeah. 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 And that's it. That's his look. Same and thing, sis, when I'm I was like, when I it. saw that, yeah, when I saw that scene of him, I was, I'm like, that, that works now. Yeah. Like it worked then, works now. And it was him. And that was just like, that's how you always remember 
Dylan McKay, mm-hmm. that white t-shirt and jean jacket. And his hair what? was just on point. Like both Brandon yeah. and Dylan's hair were like the best they've ever been. I think this is when they were like, where they realized it's all about her hair. <laughs> I know that scene of them before they went hiking, I was just going back and forth, like looking at both of them and just their sideburns. And- Did you guys ever notice, Tori? I, I want to ask you this. Luke has a scar in his eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his right eyebrow, I think. And mm-hmm. do you remember it becoming more prominent through the run of the show? Like early on, it wasn't as prominent. But I, I feel like you're right. I remember the makeup lady, I think her name was Alex. Yeah. Was him, Alex Proctor. Makeup. And mm-hmm. I can't remember her cutting the hairs to like accentuate the, the scar. Smart. I yeah. I don't know whose idea that was, but. Do you remember why he had that scar? I don't. I don't remember why. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a smart move. That's like iconically yeah. part of him. So yeah. why not enhance it? Yeah. We'll keep good. watching it. I, it was the first time we wore, what, what were those boots? Like Doc Martens were obviously Timberlands. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <gasps> yeah. The yes. Timberlands with the slouch socks. <sighs> yes. Oh, that was a vibe. Yeah, I have those oh, if yeah. you're going hiking. Duh. You don't? You have to have those. Oh, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also if you're not going hiking, they were a fashion statement. Now. Oh. Now you can wear them with uh, just about anything. Yeah. Do, do you think I've ever hiked? Like I wore them all the time. <laughs> You're not a big hiker. <laughs> you know the answer to this. Like she's trying to rile me up. Just you checking. know. Just checking. We should go hiking sometime. Like never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lines from the show 9021. No, you didn't. I kind of said mine earlier. It was the newlyweds that said, do you want to come in for a toast? I like Dylan's line. My mom says my planetary alignment is in severe disarray. Which was setting the stage for his mom, who was mm-hmm. Stephanie Beecham. It's so iconic. In, yep. um, can I say my own? You know what they say. It takes two to tango. No, you tangle. said tangle. You said ta- takes two to tangle. Right. I miss... Obviously, in Donna, true Donna form, <laughs> said the wrong line because, <laughs> like, it is a term. Like, it takes two to tangle. Sorry, no. it takes two to tango. <laughs> Whatever. I am Donna Martin. It's okay. Clearly. I still can't get it right. Clearly, you know what it means. You know what they say. It takes two to tangle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we have a few listener questions. This one's from Christine. I have heard that sometimes in the entertainment world, you are surrounded by yes people. Have either of you experienced this? And did you know they would do whatever you asked? Does this cause problems in other relationships in real life? Did any of your other castmates have yes people? And did they use this to their benefit? Oh, they want you to call some people out as well. A lot of questions in that one question. There's a lot of questions in these questions. I, yeah. I've noticed that too. They, get, they pack them. They're chock but full like, of I questions. Have one chance. Yeah. Definitely. I think actors, that's what happens. And especially when you're young, at least from my perspective, and I, I, Jen, I know you feel the same way. Like, you know, they're, you don't know that they're doing whatever you want. You think it's like, oh, I have all these new friends and they always just want to do what I want to do. And we just get along so well. It's like th- we we want the same thing. And it's not till you look back on the situation. You're like, oh, but 
the yes people, it's not always to your advantage because mm-hmm. usually the yes people are also the clingers. They're, you know. Yeah, not only that, but like it sets you up for failure later in your life because it, reality check, you, there's not a lot of yes people out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And and as you as I, I've grown up and, and like experienced different things, I kind of expect people to go along with whatever I want, but that's not necessarily what they want. And so it kind of sets you up to be like, uh, to have a harsh reality check later in life because the people around you that truly love you are not going to be yes people. They're going to be honest people. That's true. And also it's those yes people that also, we've talked about this before, when you're out and having fun, you're like, oh, they like to eat what I like to eat. They like to go to the places I like to go. They're also the first to go to the bathroom or like go out to get their cars when the check comes. Like, there's a reason. Gosh, they're I can't believe that happened. You're paying for it. <laughs> oh, well, Mitchell is asking. Uh, you said your personal lives changed because of your 90210 celebrity status, but what about your professional ones? Like, were there people around you who really came through or let you fall hard when you didn't expect them to? And what about career choices during and right after the original run? Would you choose to go in the same direction now or would you change things up? Are we sure it's Mitchell? What if it's Michelle or Michael? I thought it was Michelle, but there was no E at the end. So, Mikkel? Maybe it's Mikkel. (laughs) Well, M, this is for you. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to go back and say, I wish things had gone differently or what would I have done if it was different? But... I feel like, uh, I mean, our paths just sort of presented themselves before us and you sort of take advantage of what comes your way and and make your decisions based on what's kind of, what are your options right in front of you. And I mean, I know that right after the original run of the 10 years of the show, when we did our finale it took a minute for me to get my feet back under me and decide what I wanted to do next. Like, what what do you do after that? And and who's going to hire you to play a different role? Because everybody identifies you with what you've just played for 10 years on a super popular show. So it was about sort of waiting for the right thing to come along for me and being sort of selective. And I'm kind of like that now. Like, I don't like to work. Like, it takes a lot of incentive to get me to leave my house to go work. I love what I do. I love acting and I love like telling stories and, and helping and like giving people emotional journeys. Like I love that, but I hate to leave my house. So how old were your girls when the show wrapped? I think I only had one. Yeah, I definitely only had one. Oh, you only had one. Mm -hmm. Okay. She was still little, little. one or two probably. And did it ever cross your mind to just like, I just want to maybe be a mom for a few years or, or did you want to jump right back into something? Well, that's the only thing I knew how to do. So like I was, I had to pay the bills. Like I, you know, I had created all through this 10 years, a lifestyle that certainly was not something that I had come from. It's something that was created by the show and, and the industry. And so I had to keep up the lifestyle, you know, and. And pay for the house and pay for the cars and pay for the kid. You know, all the things you have to do when mm-hmm. when, you, when your life starts to roll like that. So then, yeah, you just want to work. 
when the show ended for me, I really wanted to do comedy. That was my thing. Because that was like Donna's thing, you know? Everyone, you know, Jen was so, I mean, she's hilarious. Like, obviously, now she does amazing comedy. At the time, you were known for being, like, such a dramatic actress. (laughs) Yes. And I never felt like I could find my thing. And and that was my niche, was, like, the comedic moments. So when the show ended, um, I did a deal with Fox to develop my own sitcom. And I was super excited. And it was the first time it was in front of a live audience. And um, it was the creator that went on to create Family Guy. Like, it was, like, a big deal. And I was like, oh, all I knew was a successful TV show, right? It went on for 10 years. Did the pilot. I was like, oh, cool. Now I'm going to be on a sitcom. I'm a sitcom actress. I'm going to be funny and it's going to go on for 10 years. And it didn't get picked up. So that was like a harsh reality because it was like you're on such a high and you're like, it's just going to go right into something else successful. And that didn't get picked up. And then after that, it was like back to auditioning. It was like, whoa, reality check. You know, you can go from a hit show and then have nothing and have to You've climbed that mountain and just you have to start all over again. Wow. That was, that was a big deal. But it helped turn me into what I think I'm a hustler. Like I was just like, okay, let's – okay, here I go. I'm back out auditioning every week and just let's do it. I wish that I had had sort of more of a plan. Like it, your question, would, would would you change things up? Would you go in the same direction now? I wish that I had some sort of a, a plan, you know? Like a business plan mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of <laughs> how I wanted yeah. to run my corporation. You mean like, like created more things off of the buzz and the hype of what 90210 was and like your... Mm, your f- not necessarily, health. but just like I wish I knew what I wanted to do. Like I never even wanted mm-hmm. to be an actress. Like I didn't know I wanted to be a 90210. I didn't know I wanted to be a mom. mom my, my life has just sort of always unfolded in front of me and I kind of go with it. But the, I wish if I could go back that I was like the person that said, I'm going to go to business school. I'm going to learn to do this. I'm going to create my own company. I'm going to have a fortune 500 situation. I'm going to have a yacht. Like (laughs) I wish I had a plan for my career. You still can. Do you feel like (laughs) anyone on 90210 had that plan, like a plan in place of what was next and like mapped it out strategically? I mean, I think if, if anyone had those conceptions, I don't know if they played out the way they wanted them to, because mm-hmm. I think after the, after, after any show ends, an actor has that natural time where they have to kind of reinvent themselves or, you know, take a breath and, and, and change gears a little bit. I think all of us kind of experience that in our own way. It's, it is interesting, though. We were so young. But, like, now, like, if Jen and I suddenly had, like, a 90210 right now, we would know to be, like, okay, what's the big picture? What's the merch stitch? What, you know, what are, what are the, <laughs> yeah, what's the spin-off? What yeah. We would be rolling. Hell, yeah. <laughs> we would, like, own private islands. 90210 bathing suits. Oh, 90210. <laughs> we would be, we would have our own airplane or something. Yeah, we would. We would have our faces wrapped on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was all this like 90210 merch back in the day, even during the show. Did you guys get a no. cut of that? No. Was, no. 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 Oh, my gosh. It was all your faces. No. Oh, that no. angers me. It should. Wow. <laughs> like we said, we would do it all very different. Yeah. Yeah. The contract negotiations would have taken longer <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Well, this is a jam-packed show, you guys. This is a good episode. That was fun. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. What's next? What's our next episode? Wildfire. Ooh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> is there fire involved? Is it wild? No, I just remember the title. Oh, my God. Well, I'm excited to watch it. I hope you guys are, too. I hope you liked our chat with Matthew Lawrence. We did. We sure had a good time. Amazing. He's very sweet. He loves you girls so much. We love you. Lots of love. There's so much love on our show with all all the moving parts. A lot of love. Crew, cast, everybody. So we're really happy to be here with you guys every week. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Target Circle, the program you know and love now includes automatic deals. The all new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restriction supplies, see program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.